friends, welcome to today's show. On the podcast, we're gonna be talking about five tips to be more productive when you're working from home. These are simple, easy, very simple tactical stuff that you guys can plug into your work from home life tomorrow, I hope. And you can really start to gain some more traction and efficiency inside your business. I know for me, this business has exploded over the past couple of years, really, really exploded in the last six months. We have a full team of people with lots of interns, lots of moving pieces, uh, three episodes a week that we pu- that we publish. I have two courses, a program. I've got an employee. I've got contractors. Like this business is super, super crazy. You know, all the little moving pieces. And I'm also working full time from home. And I know how distracting and sometimes difficult that can be. Now, for me, it lights my little introverted heart on fire. The only struggle really that I have to be super intentional about is staying on task, being super efficient and productive and focused every single day, even though my business operates out of my home. So I hope that these five tips bless you and help you to get more efficient and effective in your work from home biz. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to The Stephanie Gass Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. (laughs) This is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Friend, are you new around here? I would love to invite you over to my website, stephaniegass.com, so that you can grab all your free gifts. Okay, we have... Lots of amazing stuff for you. Just go to the website and at the top right, you're going to see a little button that says free. Go ahead and click that free button and download all your goodies. I've got a free workshop for you if you are trying to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business. I have a step-by-step business blueprint that's going to take you through 13 steps in order of actually starting your business. I have a quiz, should you start a podcast? Hey, if you've been thinking about it. I have a complete podcast launch checklist. And of course, we have our free community for you www.stephgascommunity.com. That's S-T-E-F-G-A-S-S community.com. All free. So come on, come hang out, come grab your free stuff. Let's get to know each other. Now, now my friend, it's time to get more productive as a work from home business owner. Yes, let's do this. Okay, tip number one is to get organized with a task management system. 
If you're anything like me, you used to think having a massive to-do list was actually keeping you really focused. But what I discovered is it's actually distracting you from the most critical, important income-producing or audience growth-producing activities in your business because a to-do list is full of random stuff. It's full of, oh, forgot to check the mail. Oh, check my inbox. Oh, record a podcast episode. A to-do list is this big overarching thing that has to be organized, you know, so that it's not overwhelming. So what I actually do, and I hope that this can help some of you, is I set up a task management system. Asana is my favorite, asana.com. It's totally free. I still use the free version, which is absolutely unbelievable, the amount of cool stuff that they put into that system. And what I do is I take all of my projects, all of my to-do list items, and they're completely organized inside of Asana. In my tasks, I have set up boards. And what I have are a a today board. What are the things I'm working on today based on the number of hours I have? I have an urgent board. This is where you just brain dump all the random to-do list items. I have a project board, the projects that we have going on as a company. Then I have weekly tasks that are recurring, monthly recurring tasks, quarterly recurring tasks, annual recurring tasks, and then I have my projects broken down by quarter as well. So this is all in one beautiful view, one beautiful board called my tasks. And the cool thing is that you can drag stuff, you can code it by urgency, you can order what you're doing today. So for example, today, my board says I have 5.5 hours to work. And underneath that, I have all of the focus items that I'm doing today in that five and a half hours. Each focus item has a time next to it so that I know how much time I have for each little project. Then something random pops in my mind, like, which it did, um, send out the boys' soccer schedule to family. I popped it over into the urgent to-do column. That is not something that goes inside of my work project time. It is something I'm going to deal with later, but it's something I don't want to forget, right? So that's really cool. The other really neat thing about this is you can look at it in a calendar view. You can see all the stuff you have to do based on the day of the week. You can also assign things to people as your team grows. And the other really, really great thing is you can build this out into something that really becomes, instead of a task management system, a team management system. So my big, big secret hack here for you guys is to get organized before you have a huge team before you have a million dollar business. Let's get into the weeds of our business before it gets super complicated and get it organized. Now, final task here is within each of your projects or to-do list items, you can pop in the subtasks. This is the actual steps to make something happen. It just keeps you organized. And what's really cool about it is for my weekly stuff, it's recurring, right? So you just can duplicate that task and assign a new date to it for next week and on and on and on and on. Get organized with a task management system. Change your life. Okay, tip number two is to build a weekly focus workflow in your planner. So from my task management system, I then move all those projects and things I have to do into my paper planner absolutely obsessed with Horatio products. I'll put a link for you guys and my code is Steph10 if you want to save 10 bucks off of your order. But my planner has all my time scheduled events in it and my work hours. I'm going to call this just a work time, a work block, if you will. 
and you come and you pull over the tasks that you have in your Asana board and pop them into your work blocks. That's it. That way you know what you're actually showing up to do every single week in your business. It doesn't matter that you're working from home. You're showing up to work. You guys have to start to think about your business as if, right? When I have a half a million dollar business or even a six-figure business or a million dollar business, what does my work time look like? It should look the same. Whether you're sitting at home in your comfies like me, working with your child literally standing right behind you, breathing really loudly, or if you are in a corporate high-rise building uh, in New York Times Square overlooking the city, like your efficiency and effectiveness should not change no matter where you are working. So that second tip as a final recap here is to build a weekly focus workflow in your planner. I don't believe that you can live personally, this is just my opinion, 100% from a task management system. I think that you still need to have some type of schedule. Yes, I do believe that, that you know what's happening in your week because we are not just business owners working from home. We are also what? Uh, Maybe you're a mom, maybe you're a dad, maybe you have appointments, maybe you have all these things going on, maybe you show up at church, maybe you have this thing. So I need to look at my life at a glance every single week, but then when I'm in my business, I'm operating from my Asana task management system. Now, if you guys want more help on time and task management systems, I highly recommend one of my business besties, Chelsea Jo Moore. She has an awesome podcast, Systemize Your Life, and even better, an academy that can really help you kind of set up all the systems that I talked about today and really streamline. She's been an integral piece of me creating this kind of hybrid system that works best for me. A lot of it is based on her incredible gift for helping you get organized and efficient. So you guys be sure to check her out. And if you are interested in her program, I have a special coupon code for you guys over at stephaniegass.com resources. You can save big. Okay, tip number three, say no to distractions. Say no to distractions. The biggest thief of productivity is distraction. You know, when you're heading into one of your focus work time blocks, you're like, I have two hours to work right now. You've got to stop the distraction because everything is going to come at you to get you to stop focusing on what you actually need to be doing in your business, right? When God calls you to show up in your business, to really make this impact in the world, to start the podcast or to help the people through your coaching or your courses, every single opposition will come at you to keep you from fulfilling that purpose. It's just humanity. You know, it's yes, sometimes it's spiritual warfare, but sometimes it's literally just ourselves standing in the way of our own breakthrough. So we have to say no to every single distraction, which is going to come and rob you of your productivity. The most common distractions that I see from my students and from my clients is their phone, you know? And so what I do is I actually keep my phone on airplane mode when I'm in a work block. I just let my spouse and my mom know because they're the ones that are going to be blowing me up, right? You're not answering me. What's wrong? I'm going into a work block. Do not, you know, call me, you know, email me if it's an emergency or whatever. So no to your phone. Here's another super hack to keep you so productive when you're working from home is delete all the social media apps completely off your phone. I'm not joking. I know that this one may feel like such a stretch to you, especially if you're new to me and you're like, what do you mean? I am 100% pretty much anti-social media because all it does is it steals from your intentionality in choosing how you're going to show up in this online space. And it 
it distracts you. It's a pay to play. It's a, if you're not showing up 24 seven, you are not gaining any traction. And it's also not a place to go for conversion. People are not in social media apps to buy things. They're not there to learn. They're there to numb out, right? They are there for their own purposes. And so we really have to understand that if we're going to show up on social, it's only to stay front of mind and push people to long form content like what? Podcasting. Dun, 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 dun. Um, but the point is, if you find yourself in those apps all the time from your phone, it's truly just distracting you from actually making a difference in, in the visibility of your business, in the growth of your business, in, in the projects that you have set out for yourself that are going to get you where you need to go. So I delete them completely and I only get on social when I need to with intention in certain time blocks from my um, desktop computer. And then later, what's super great is as you grow, because you've stopped getting distracted in your business, you'll be able to outsource, get help in your business, have a virtual assistant and maybe interns or whoever in the future helping you. And that is when you're going to be able to outsource stuff like social media completely, which what a blessing. And then last thing here on distraction is to take all of the notifications and turn them off. Every notification off. This includes on my phone. This includes on my desktop. I am not running a reactive business. You guys want to get from 1K months to 10K months, from 10K months to 100K months, I'm going to tell you right now, you have got to lean in to your CEO mentality. You're going to be partner with God in a really big way, allowing him to use you, allowing yourself to show up spirit forward. And that means putting away all of our human tendencies of, of being weak when it comes to distraction. We have to set this precedent of discipline and consistency in our lives. You know, when you look at the, look into the Bible and you look at people who really started to make a big impact and were really leaders and people that really paved the way for all of us as believers later, they did hard things, you know, they did really hard things. They were intentional. They did things they didn't want to do. They did things in a way that was opposite of what everyone else was doing. And that was to the betterment of the kingdom. And so I know that when you say no to distractions, you are saying yes to kingdom work because now you have more capacity. Your mind is quiet. Your heart is quiet. You can hear from God in a deeper way. And then you can actually show up and get more done. Okay, tip number four is to create a productive environment. So we're all working at home. And I don't know about you, but I have two boys, eight and a half and five and a half, and my husband who qualifies as another child. Oh, and a puppy, fourth child, and an old man dog, fifth child. No, <laughs> I'm the only girl over here. Help, send help. But my house gets not dirty, but messy. You know, we've got some dishes from dinner. We've got the soccer ball from soccer practice and the dirty socks are over here. And like, I'm training everyone in the way they should go. But you know, it's like a, like a long process here to get everybody to really be, and they'll never be perfect, but to really be in charge of their own stuff, right? But for me, I work from here. And so when I walk out into the kitchen and it's a hot mess express, I can't function. You know, somebody once told me the state of your home is the state of your mind. I 100% believe that. I walk past the laundry room and I have three loads of laundry to put away. It's annoying. It tugs at me. And so 
I believe that to be very efficient and effective and productive when you're working from home, you need to have a clean space, that your home needs to be tidy. It needs to be decluttered. Not perfect, not minimal, but just organized, you know, tidy, just tidy. And so here are some of the tips I have here to create a productive work environment is I take 15 minutes each evening. It's 15 to 30 minutes, realistically, where I reset my space. So I put all the dishes away. Everyone works together. We work together to put the dishes away, to clean up the kitchen, uh, to quickly put whatever load of laundry is finished, to clean my office, throw away the cups, the empty bubbly LaCroix cans, like kind of organize all the pieces, have the boys put their toys away. And then in the morning, after I get everyone off to school, same thing, quick 15 minute reset in the morning, right? Dishes are back, put away, lunch, making all the lunches, all those little ingredients are put away. Um, I'm ready for the day, blah, blah, blah. So it's that 15 minute morning reset and that 15 to 30 minute evening reset. And then the other tip here is my children do have chores and you can pray over this and see what God, how God leads you. But having my children have chores, um, my kids do get paid for their chores. You don't have to pay your kids for chores. I don't believe that you should have to pay your kids for chores. It's just something that we've discussed as a family and we feel good about because then they get to use that money for something and we get to teach them more lessons about how to use money and financial um, smarts from a young age and da 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 So they are focused every day on just a handful of things they can help out mom and dad with. And so my little guy does simple things like feed and water the dogs, um, make his bed, tidy the living room, help mama with dishes. My older son takes out the trash cans, pulls them up and down from the street, takes the trash out. He does the dishwasher loading and unloading. He um, cleans his room, makes his bed, just things like that that I don't believe I should be doing. And I believe that they can be helping me and learning some responsibility. That helps me to have a super clean home, which is where I work from. Here are some other tips. I diffuse high energy oils and I get lots of healthy drinks to help me not leave the room, not leave the space. So whether you're working from your office, sometimes I work from my patio outside. Sometimes I work, I have a little Jesus corner where I love to sit and it's got a great view of the front yard and the mountains. And it just depends on my mood. And so you've got to set the mood, but you also have to set up your needs for success because if you have to keep getting up 24 times, you are not going to be productive. And there's something about working from home that consistently forces me to get up, right? You're like, oh, I think I heard the ring doorbell go off. You know, like, oh, my coffee's lukewarm. Let me go heat that up. Like, how do you mitigate getting up? How do you mitigate being interrupted? So for me, it's like, I make sure I have everything I need at the ready. I take five extra minutes and I make sure I've got, Coffee is hot and it's in a, it's in like a Contigo, like a hot mug, because otherwise I am up and down 24 seven. I cannot stand lukewarm coffee. Just not going to work for me. (laughs) I have all the chargers in the room that I'm in. I have all the pieces that I need. I have my planner and my pens. I have my chapstick. I have my oils, my diffuser. Like what do you need so that you can be the best version of you so that you can be the CEO of this business right now? Get your things together and then show up to work, okay? We don't show up to work hot mess express willy-nilly and then leave the room every five seconds because you're just not going to be productive and efficient. Okay, final tip, tip number five, is to take mini mindset breaks. 
So what does this mean? Every hour or so you're here and you're working and you're listening to all my tips. So you're super into your work. You don't have distractions on your phone. You've got the great diffuser smells going. You're like, oh, you're feeling so great. You're in your comfies because hello, why do we work from home if we can't wear comfies? Let's just call it what it is. You have all your beverages. Life is good and you're in it. Well, sometimes we can get too in it. We can go deep into the work from home black hole and then everything kind of starts to blur together. Have you ever noticed that you start something, you're working from your workflow, but then you get distracted and then you go over here to this other tab and then you're like, what was I doing? Does anybody remember what I was doing? And you go to your workflow and you don't remember. Like that just means that you need to have a mental minute. And so take a mental minute. I'm going to rename that. Take a mental minute. Every hour or so, I want you to get up and I want you to stretch. I want you to go outside if you can, if you have access to um, a patio, if the weather's at least decent, just go outside. I even do a quick lap around my backyard or around my patio. You could do a few squats or jumps and take some deep breaths. We've got to have a pattern interrupt so that our brain can refocus. It's super easy to get stuck in that black hole and never emerge, <laughs> but we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that our brain is fresh. So roughly every hour or two, I get up, I take a minute. I, going outside for me is like the best refuel. Even if it's windy, even if it's cold, like just get some fresh air in your lungs, do some jumps, do a couple jumping jacks, and then you're going to be ready to hit it one last time. And then I have a bonus tip for you guys. I didn't write this down, but I do want to share it. You know, I think one of the biggest stealers of your productivity um, this is not necessarily just those of you that work from home. This is everybody who's an online entrepreneur is having too many things going on at once, literally on your computer screens. I know our brain has a lot going on, but that's why we are using a task management system so that we can organize our brain. We can put things in order. When am I doing this? When am I doing this? Where does this go? Is this today? Is this tomorrow? How much time is this going to take? You really have to be intentional about organizing the thoughts in your brain into your Asana board. But the other thing for me that I find very distracting is that I have too many tabs open. You know, we've got, you've got Asana and then you've got Outlook and then you have your email marketing open and then you have your podcasting open and then you have all your Excel, Google Excel sheets. Like it's a lot. So something that I've intentionally, intentionally been working on is only having open the one project I am working on that day or the tabs I need to complete the workflow I've set out for myself today, right? Because I have the today card in my Asana. That really helps me to not get distracted and forget what I was doing. So that's it for you guys. Quick recap, five tips to be more productive when you're working from home. Number one, get organized with a task management system. Number two, build a weekly, weekly focus workflow in your planner. Number three, say no to distractions. Number four, create a productive work from home environment. And number five, take mini mindset breaks. Take mini mental breaks, okay? I hope that these work from home tips are helpful for you to find out more awesome solutions to building an online business from home. Be sure you come to stephaniegass.com. Grab all your free gifts. Of course, we have lots and lots and lots of episodes for you on the podcast. And if you want access to our podcast catalog so that you can search for the topics that you're looking for, go to www.stephgascommunity.com 
and go to the guides. We have a complete podcast catalog there for you that you have access to when you join our community. God bless you, friend. I will see you back real soon. Bye. Did you have fun? Or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com, and head to stephaniegass.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.